you're listening to the Ivan Van Hetten podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm back here with another episode of my podcast. Thank you so much for listening to all of you literally around the world listening. I'm very, very grateful for that. So thank you so much. In this episode, I'll be sharing my thoughts on gear and your instrument and how important it is to have good or great gear. Um, and does it really matter? So nerd alert. This one is about the big instrument and gear question. You know, for as long as I've been playing and doing gigs, this has been one of those topics that keeps coming back frequently because we all, you know, from time to time want to upgrade our gear, or upgrade our instrument. And I've always thought to myself, why do we do this? Maybe because maybe somehow in the back of our minds on a very, very subconscious level, we tend to think that, upgrading our instrument and upgrading our gear will not only make us sound better but also maybe make us a better musician and a, a better performer it, it's just one of those things that it keeps coming back and keeps coming up you know um, as musicians we all get sort of trapped into this interesting and seemingly never-ending rat race of, of gear. This goes for everyone, you know, whether you're a drummer or, or a trumpet player, like in my case, for instance, or keyboard player in my case as well. And, and it's so extremely tempting to try and get hold of the latest version of your instrument or the stack of gear you might be using. My personal take on this quite fundamental question is that although I love gear, I love new instruments, but ultimately I think that gear does and doesn't matter. Let me explain here. It matters to the extent that it's, it is important to have a good functioning instrument, good gear, everything in tip-top condition. But as far as how you sound and what you ultimately express on your instrument, that is partially down to your gear, mostly down to you. Think about it this way. If you had an excellent trumpet player, a student horn or, or, or not so great horn, he'll most likely find a way to still sound decent or maybe even great on that horn but now if you flip this situation and hand over a horn that costs the equivalent of a mortgage to someone who's only been playing for two and a half weeks chances are that this person will still sound like someone who's been playing for two and a half weeks on this expensive horn see my point i see that expensive horn is never going to make that person who's been only playing for a very short time magically sound amazing. I don't think so. Now, this is to do with 
things like experience, but you know, most importantly, perception of sound. That the person in the first example has most likely already developed that perception of sound through gigs and practice and mileage on the instrument. So they most likely will have a clearer perception of how they sound and how they express themselves on the instrument. And the person in the second example is in the early stages of that long road onto developing sound and a general relationship with the instrument. I see with pretty much every instrument, the concept of sound and sound perception begins with the player, with the help of the instrument, and not the other way around. And so sound is something you develop and produce on two levels. On a technical level, of course, by breathing, holding the horn correctly in your hands and embouchure and lips and all this sort of technical stuff, which is important to produce sound. The second level that is a crucial part of your sound is the psychological element, meaning how you hear the sound. You know, what sort of sound, what sort of sound are you hearing in your head when you pick up the instrument to play? which comes with experience. And once you have a little bit of an, an idea of, you know, where you would want to go with sound, it really doesn't matter uh, what kind of instrument you play, you, you, you always will gravitate, automatically gravitate to, towards finding that sound. And that's exactly that interesting point where gear strangely enough, becomes less and less important. I, for one, have been playing on the same mouthpiece for ooh, well over 25, 30 years now, and it's been working great for me. I've been, you know, I'm, not, I'm just not one of those trumpet players who has a, a mouthpiece for every single... Um, style of music that I play. If you play a ballad, then you have a different mouthpiece and play something uh, you know, loud and scream, a different mouthpiece. Not for me. I, I'm one of those people who just um, produces the sound with what I have. And it all starts with how I hear it, how I perceive it. I have a pretty clear idea of how I would want to sound if I'm playing something that's a bit more lyrical or or if it's a bit more lead, or whatever it might be. I just automatically gravitate and adapt if I need to. Now, don't get me wrong, I do have several mouthpieces lying around my studio, but ultimately I just end up using one and the same mouthpiece for pretty much everything. See, the point that I'm making with all of this is that, on the one hand, yes, I'd say gear matters, you know, Having a well-functioning instrument, good gear, everything up to scratch, horn in mint condition. And at the same time, I would dare to say that gear only matters up until a certain point. Because I believe that in the long run, it's about the player and much less about the gear. I do think that it's important that no matter how old or or 
no matter what the brand of the horn is that you're playing on. I think what is more important than the horn is the state of the horn, is that you make sure that the horn is in, you know, good condition. There's no leaks and, um, you know, it's oiled frequently. I mean, I tend to oil the valves of my instrument every single time I pick it up to play, whether it's in a professional situation or just to practice. And as a result, my instrument is always in mint condition. No matter what time of year it is, it's always in mint condition. The other important thing that I tend to do on a very frequent basis is to clean and maintain the horn. Um, make sure that it's clean on the inside as well. I personally think that that's even more important than what kind of horn it is or what kind of, uh, you know, or that it's the latest uh, version of this particular brand dot and then the version SXV2 version 26.7 or so. Just make sure, so for all the trumpet players out there, I'd say, you know, no matter what horn you play, make sure that thing is in good condition. Uh, make sure it has no leaks. Make sure that your valves work really, really well, as good as you can make it work. Um, the springs in the valve, because that's a very important hidden mechanical part of the horn. Make sure that the springs are in absolute, you know, mint condition. Um, so that you can really enjoy the instrument and focus on the sound and ultimately focus on the music. One of my personal philosophies, and I feel very strongly about this next point I'd like to make. Ultimately, I think that no matter which instrument you play, whether you play drums or guitar or bass, violin or, or keyboards or piano or or, or trumpet, doesn't matter what, what you play, your instrument is just a tool. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just a tool. It's some sort of an amplifier between you as a player and the audience on the other side of, of the bell, of the horn, whether it's the audience sitting in the, in the room or the audience that's going to be listening to your music on their headphones as an mp3 or whatever. you know. So whoever's listening to the recording or live performance of your playing is on the other end. And right at the beginning of that chain, it's you as a player. And between you and the listener, or if I'd be even more specific, between you as a player and the listener's ears is the instrument. And all your instrument and gear does is to function as a bridge or an amplifier or a messenger or um, a tool, as I call it, to assist you to express whatever it is that you would like to express as a musician. This is why I prefer a tool or amplifier or messenger being in the absolute best condition possible. And I prefer this over the same tool being the newest or the latest or the hippest or the most fashionable version. 
Of course, if your instrument, you know, after a while doesn't live up to your standards anymore or you feel restricted for some reason, then maybe it's time to move forward. But as long as you feel comfortable with your instrument and you're able to say what you need to say on your instrument, you could be playing the same old instrument for a very, very long time. If it ain't broke, don't upgrade it. So like I said, you as a player at the beginning of the chain, your instrument and the gear in the middle of the chain functioning as an amplifier for your thoughts and ideas. And at the end of the chain is the listener. Instead of buying the latest version of your of a trumpet every couple of years, I would say try to get a sense of where the middle of each note of, of each and every single note on the horn and on your mouthpiece where where it sits. Obviously, I'm hoping that the mouth that particular mouthpiece is a good fit with the horn. Once you find that perfect fit, and you can say, "All right, this mouthpiece works well for me, for my lips, and embouchure, etc." Um, and I have a sound that I really, really like. Just stick with it and get to know the mouthpiece sonically inside out and get to know the horn sonically inside out. That might potentially be a better investment. For me, this philosophy equally applies to my method of working in my recording studio. I write, produce, and mix a lot of stuff for clients. And please don't get me wrong. I love my analog gear. Tools are great. But all the hardware, all the software, all the gear, all the plugins are just tools to me. Nothing more, nothing less. Because in the end, it's about the music. All right, I'm going to wrap things up now. I hope you're enjoying my show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to know more about what I do, visit my website at ivanvanhetten.com or follow me on my socials. Look after yourself, look after each other. Stay safe. Until next time.